Hello, everybody. I don't know who's listening, but welcome. This is Lush Life, No Labels with me, Fernando. And me, Michelle. So basically, we're just two friends. Uh, We met in college literally like the first week uh, of university a long time ago because we're old now. Uh, I'm 28. We've stayed friends over the years and we kind of wanted to just make a podcast to talk about all the stuff that we're going through in life. We wanted to make a podcast about all the stuff that we're going through because I don't think that it's easy like the post-college life and even getting into your late 20s, about to turn 30. We've talked about going out. We talk about finances, our professional lives, personal lives. Dating is also a big thing, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Just dating in your late 20s is weird. And you have more, you have like more criteria, you have more standards. But then dating post-COVID in your late 20s is also weird. You know, it's so weird to date people now with Tinder and Bumble and Hinge and Grindr and all the things that there are. So, you know, it's not easy. We're both single and we don't understand why, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I guess we'll find out I guess our listeners can't see us but it's not because we're not hot but like <laughs> it must be our personalities or something. but yeah no it's it's not easy I think just navigating your late 20s where it's sort of like you're trying to figure out where you're going professionally and personally and I think we've kind of talked about this where it's like obviously you know you still want to meet people and hook up but at the same time you're not just looking for like meaningless hookups the same way maybe when when you were like 18 and you were just like excited to meet somebody so not wasting your time as much with people and knowing you know valuing your time too yeah and the other thing we talked a lot about is like making friends in your like late 20s we don't live in the same city that is one of the hardest things to do but that's the thing like i i recently moved to a new city for work and I don't really have any friends here. Like, I know my coworkers, and sometimes I'm like, am I a weirdo? I don't have friends. But how do you make friends in your late 20s? Like, when you're in college, it's pretty easy to make friends. But I don't know, like, post-college, how do you meet? Do I join, like, a book club? The bowling club? I don't know. Yeah, we may need to talk about that, too. Hobbies in your late 20s. How do we find ones that we like? So we were kind of just making this as an intro episode, and we're going to give this show more form as we keep going we always kind of want to start the show talking a little bit about something that happened in our lives and kind of segue into just general topics of how that relates to things that we're feeling and going through tell us so this week or actually this past weekend i went to my 10th year high school reunion so i guess for the people who are listening i went to boarding school um in high school so we lived on campus for the most part except on long like long breaks during school we slept in dorms and growing up back then people compared it to being at Hogwarts it was a really nice time because it was great to have everyone in the same place and this was an international school so it was great to see people who live in other countries as well it was nice to reminisce on a place that I lived at for so long I think when I first told you about the fact that I was going you thought it was a little weird yeah I mean I think it it's weird to me. I know that um, like in America, especially like these high school reunions are so important for people. And I really did not like high school. I thought it was a pretty like hard time for me in a lot of ways. And I think for a lot of people, high school is a very difficult 
part of their lives. It's not really like a happy part of their lives. So it's interesting to me. I know how much importance and how much weight people give going to these high school reunions. And I, I kind of just wonder why. Like, why do people care so much about going to these yeah. high school reunions? When I was in high school, it wasn't all bliss and sunshine. It definitely was a hard part of growing up, especially like growing up, going through puberty and these people, like we can't get away from each other. Whereas like other people can go home and at least have some like relief from their classmates or schoolmates. I think for us at least... I don't know. There's some, you know, I think there's a strong camaraderie and bond because it's a very specific experience that unless you've gone to that school and you were in that environment, it's different than I would say a lot of public schools or even day schools. So, and like I said, I have my friends who I see more often, most of the class I don't see. So it was nice to see these people that it's been years um, to see and see the dorms and all of that so more formative than anything else but I also think it's funny you say that too and don't take this the wrong way but I think for a lot of gay people high school especially is not a happy time for them like most gay people like come into themselves fully and and kind of feel comfortable in their skin later in life in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. you know some of the stuff that were like typical things for a lot of people in high school for like straight people were things that they couldn't do taking their boy to the prom or whatever those kind of things you know yeah that's true so that's something i've i've thought about let's talk about this in more general terms right why do you think people care so much about these reunions 10-year reunion. Um, I think part of it is you want to see updates on people's lives. You want to, you know, you're kind of curious, like, oh, whatever happened to that person that I was in this class with for four years? Sometimes people, like, most people probably go to high school with people that they've gone to middle school with or elementary school with. So maybe you've actually grown up in the same town and you just, you go to the reunion to sort of see everyone get, I think it's really more nostalgia than anything else. You know, maybe you want to show off how you are now because you you didn't like the way you were in high school, or maybe you just want to see people or, you know, it could be any number of reasons, but I think it's really a nostalgia factor. That's why people care so much. For sure. And I think it's interesting because I know people just from pop culture things, People are like, I'm going on a diet for my high school reunion. I want to look good. That I haven't heard of. That's okay that's weird as hell to me but whatever yeah I wouldn't go that far um I I think it's interesting because high school is such a formative part of people's lives Mm -hmm. and it's such a hard part of people's lives for a lot of people and it's weird because now like what I'm 28 so it's been a good 10 years since I went to high school but I don't I don't know how I feel about that whole time it had good moments obviously but i Despite all the bullshit of being a working adult in my 20s and having to pay bills and dealing with people ghosting me. Oh, no. And what everything else, you know, Tinder dating and all that BS. I prefer being an adult than having to go back to that time. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Leaving high school and then going to college, I felt like I had so much more freedom in college. You could just sort of do whatever you wanted most of the time. Of course, there are the goods and the bads. But I think going to college was when I was like, wow, this is actually more of a taste of freedom than anything else. I don't know if you felt that way, at least freshman year. Yeah, the freedom. But I feel like now as a full-fledged working adult who pays his own bills, I have even more freedom. Oh, yeah, of course. And it is funny. That makes me happy, More actually. Like, now now when you put it that way, it kind of makes me happy. I know, like, the freedom comes with you have to work and 
deal with you know, the responsibilities, but it does feel nice to, the freedom of being able to do what you want and think yeah. about how far you've come since you were like 18. I definitely agree with that. And I don't know, um, one of the shows that we like is Insecure from Issa Rae. Oh, yes. And there's, a, I think in the, the last season, there's a part where like, Issa goes to her college reunion and she's talking to her 18-year-old self as a 28-year-old. And she's kind of asking her, 18, her 18-year-old self was asking her about how did life pan out for us? Are we married? Are we rich? Do we oh, have a man? Is life nice. good? And I think that's kind of funny. So I guess I would ask you, Michelle, like if you could you know, talk to eight, you know, 18-year-old you, what would she think of you now? Oh, wow. I think she would be proud of me now. I think 18-year-old me, I had had a very big health crisis senior spring of high school. And I think 18-year-old me was filled with so much anxiety and doubt and excitement for the future. But I think it was a very chaotic time in my life. But I think the me now has really overcome a lot of those pressures and things that I was feeling at the time. And I feel, I mean, you talked about, right, being an adult or being in our late 20s, we've come to certain realizations and we do have more freedom, literally, and also just, I think, in a lot of other ways. So for me, I feel like 18-year-old me wanted to be free of a lot of things and she would be very happy for me. What about you? What would you say to your 18-year-old self? Honestly, I think 18 year I this is gonna be sound really narcissistic, but I think 18 year old me oh, would no. think that 28 year old me is pretty cool. And okay. all the, everything I've done with my life. I but, knew 18 year old you actually. I mean I knew 18 year old too. Yeah. 18 year old you, but So I agree with you. I do think 18 year old you would think that. Like I've done a lot of cool things with my life. I've lived a lot of places and I am much more confident in myself and I feel like all the insecurities and the anxiety that I felt, the restlessness, I don't feel in the same way. But on the other hand, I don't know if you would agree with me. One thing that I don't ever want this part of me to die and it's like, I don't want to get old and bitter or jaded, but I don't think I get as excited about things as I did when I was 18, where I was like, oh my God, I'm going out to the party with my friends and I'm yeah. so excited. I just remember- So much more energy back then too. Yeah, now I'm, like, I'm just falling asleep by 11 o'clock. I don't know, like, sometimes I don't get as excited. Like, I remember like, Michelle and I would go out a lot, like Thursday night, Friday night, <laughs> okay. Saturday night, and back to back. And a lot just, of energy. I remember like, finishing the week on a Friday and being so like, I remember being at lunch on a Friday, being already being ex like super excited about going yeah, looking out forward to yeah, looking forward to the activities. And it's like I don't that doesn't happen to me as much anymore, like that way it did before, you know? Yeah, I get that. And do you think it's because are you talking about like you don't get as excited about those types of activities anymore? Or is it more like you you want to find other things that you can be excited for? It's, it's, yeah, it's a good question, though, but it's I don't feel like things are as exciting for me in the same way. And that, oh. it almost makes me sad, but it's also it's kind of comes with the ups and downs, right? Because I feel like when you're 18, 
you can get so excited. It's like a lots of highs and lows, but you're always yeah, on like a lot of new things. Roller coaster. Mm-hmm. exactly so now it's kind of different i feel like i'm more moderated about everything but i'm not as excited in the yeah same way. do you think i feel like even mid-20s like to late 20s now life seems a bit more tame it is yeah no i don't know if do you think it's because we're in our later 20s is that how things start to be people start settling down you know i don't know i have a hard time into that. routines because like I mean we're both kind of from uh, immigrant backgrounds and sometimes we live in America so we're obviously like we've lived most of our lives in America but I kind of don't want to view life as linear in that way where like I think America in the U.S. people have this lifestyle of checking off boxes like life is a to-do list you know like Mm -hmm. go to college get a good job Buy, uh, you know, meet somebody, settle down, buy a house, get a mortgage, uh, have, have babies, children. and send your kids to school. And then I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to think that that's all there is to life. Just checking off these boxes. So what? Um, I see that. So you kind of want to just go where life takes you. I don't. It's hard because I think I have goals for my life. I have professional and personal goals. In certain ways, but at the same time, I don't want it to be like I'm checking off boxes. You know, I'm trying to like live an experience at the same time. Yeah. I mean, it could be both, right? Some people have like a bucket list and those are things that they're very excited about. Climbing Mount Everest, skydiving, all of those things. And so that's kind of a good list for them because we are here to experience, but not to be morbid, they expire at some point, right? So I think you can have goals that you want to meet and also have things that you might want to check off only for the excitement. Yeah, no, it's it's true. It's a balance, though, but it's kind of like, what are the things? But I see you don't want to get caught up in the. Okay, are you saying you don't want to get caught up in the American, the way that life is typically works for a lot of American people? Uh, Yeah, no, it's just I don't. It's it's a hard balance though, because it's also interesting because you say that, and it's like I think as you get older, you know yourself better, so you know what you like and what you don't like, and that's something I actually I find really hard is actually knowing yourself, being sincere with yourself, and and I think that as you get older, you hopefully you do get better at that, you know. Yeah, I get that. For example, with you, can you say that what? This is so corny when you say you know, what brings you joy. What does bring me joy? What things I actually like. I actually started asking myself that during COVID. I personally had a tumultuous long years between my 18-year-old self and recently. And I think during COVID, I started asking, like, that was just a question I started asking. What is something positive I can point out about the day today? That was the the best thing I could do for myself. And I started doing that and I found joy in a lot of random things. I started taking pictures on my, like I started taking walks around my neighborhood. I started taking pictures of flowers that I would see in different gardens. And it was just nice to see life in the springtime. And then it got me into other activities that I liked. And I realized that I liked the outdoors more than I thought I did before. So things like that, I feel like it sort of helped show me some hobbies or types of activities that I might like doing. And then I realized that I also 
am interested in so many things. I want to try stuff. You were talking about not having life being one line. I agree. I think for me, I have so many different interests and I, I always, I got to this point, I graduated from grad school and all of that. And I was kind of like, what else could there be besides, because it started looking linear as I was going back into the workforce. So for me, then I started finding other things that I was interested in that maybe it's okay. I don't get as excited about this thing that I've been doing for a long time, but now I found some other new thing that I can start getting excited about. But yeah. I mean, it's funny you say that though, because like what it's, it's June of 2023. COVID happened really just three years ago. Mm-hmm. That was a really weird time. Like I, there's only three years, but like a lot happened and a thing happened. We were so optimistic at the start of COVID. We were like, we're going to be a better society and we're going to learn so much. And that really just never happened. Nope. But I think I, I think it's nice that we're talking about it because that makes me think about how I actually may have grown through everything that happened with COVID and learning to live in the moment and enjoy the little things. And I do think that those are lessons that I did learn and I don't want to forget them either, even though we're kind of back to normal. Yeah, that's a good point. But at the same time, I really do think, so um, I moved back to the U.S. I guess about a year ago now. I We went to college, we went to university together and then I left America and I just came back. So I've been away like a good couple of years, but good like what, six years? Yeah. Yes, yeah. I don't know if it's an America thing, but I really do. I feel the distance more because I left America six years ago and now I'm back. And I feel like people are more distant than even six years ago. And I do think that's because of COVID. Yes. It's harder to just talk to a stranger now. and You kind of force yourself to do it a bit more. Yeah, I think the other thing is that America has been divided over those six years. How? From who? You know. <laughs> Someone. Obvious. Obviously, we know who. Big Red <laughs> Cheeto. <laughs> it's yeah, true. Exactly. So welcome back to America. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, for example, and it's actually really interesting because I, I listen to podcasts sometimes and one of the things they're talking about in a, one from the New York Times is about how uh, AirPods and like earphones have made us more isolated. And I'm, I'm guilty of that too. Like I'll put in my AirPods and go for a walk and it's harder to approach people when they have earphones in because you're oh, I don't want to bother them. Where before that didn't happen as much. Oh yeah. People are definitely, or people definitely do not approach each other a lot. You mentioned Tinder, right? Online dating apps. It used to be that people would, they would be more open to meeting each other out somewhere or with a mutual activity or something like that. But I think that dating apps now, people don't want to approach each other in person or they just feel more comfortable having what seems to be an endless amount of options. I feel like on the dating side, that's definitely something that has separated people. I don't know if you've noticed that. Hmm. Yeah, dating is really weird, though. I don't even know what's going on. Can you tell me? I don't know. From what I've heard from friends all around, it's not easy for anyone to date right now. But let me ask you, if you think about, if you do like an x-ray of your friends' romantic situations, are, 
are most of them in relationships? Are they single? Because most of my good friends are are single, honestly, I would say. Most of my good friends, I think it's half and half. There are a good number of them that are in relationships. And then there are a good number of them that have dated over the years but are single. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I'm at this point where I don't care, but I, I'm comfortable with myself. But mm-hmm. if it were to happen, that would be nice. But Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens in the future. Yeah. So I guess the other thing that we always want to do for this podcast is to end it by giving our listeners something to think about for the next week you know something kind of related to what we've been talking about you know food for thought so that's how we're gonna end this so michelle so something to think about and i'll bring this back to the start with the high school uh do the exercise that we did today think about your 18 year old self and ask them what they would think of you right now i think that's a root that's exactly what i was getting at think about 18 year old you looking at you right now what would they think about you would they be happy with what you're doing with your life with how confident you are and I think you should feel proud of yourself if you're like us I'm I think I would be happy with how I like improved a lot as a person in many ways so I think it's probably a good exercise so maybe like have that inner dialogue between you and 18 year old you yeah and I think just to add on to that I think no matter where you are right now in your late 20s, we all made it. I think we should all be proud that we did that through all of the hard times in high school, in college, in our early 20s, mid 20s. We're still trying to make it through. So I think we should all be proud of ourselves for that. For sure. And I think that that's something I, and I think we've talked about this as friends, is like not being as harsh on ourselves. Because sometimes it's so easy to compare yourself to other people or you know, be critical of yourself. But then when you think about you and everything you have accomplished, give yourself yeah, not so harsh. Yeah, life is hard enough. <laughs> On that note, we're ending our premiere episode of Lush Life, No Labels. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, and we'll talk to you next podcast.